podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Doug Cross, a.k.a. Duggity Dog, and you're listening to the Raspy Voice Kids. Coming live from the heartland, USA, where dreams go to die and your friends get sent away. Working to survive, nine to five every day. Spend your paycheck up at Walmart and Chick-fil-A. Pull up in the Honda, baby, we ain't got the top down. Parking lot at Taco Bell, I need a mouse sauce now. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate pit joined by... Jeremy J in Phoenix. I'm in the building in the booth because we're here for another week of pop culture. Hit you with that pop, 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 pop. Today we are talking about restaurants. Specifically, do you check the menu before you go to a new restaurant? Jeremy, when you go, when you, start, let's say I recommend a restaurant to you, I say, hey, we should go here. Do you check the menu before you get to that restaurant? You know what? I used to never do that in my life. And ever since I've started this keto crap, I actually have been checking it. And you know what? It makes life a lot more easy. Like people can say what they want. I used to say, you know, if you get to a, a restaurant that you've already been to, you know what you know, you want what you want. Whoop, there it is. Yeah. But there's certain things like specials on the menu. Yeah. There's certain things that, hey, you can figure out. What brews are there? Uh, what brews aren't there? Like, to, to be prepared beforehand, there's nothing wrong with that. I used to be like, no, don't worry about it. But now, now, nowadays, look, man, I got no problem with it. Real talk. I got no problem with it. I'm not offended by it. I do not do it. I don't have a reason I don't do it. I just don't. When I get invited to a restaurant, if it's a person I trust, now, I'm not going to say no names, but certain people, they were like, hey, let's go to this restaurant. I would be like, what's on the menu? But for the most part, if it's somebody I trust and respect, their taste, their style, I'm just going. I'm just showing up. And it gets me to another point. What made me think about this was I watched this TikTok, and this girl was like, who are these monsters who go to restaurants and don't check the menu before they go? She's like, you just show up and you just eat whatever's presented. And I'm like, yeah, basically, I'm not real picky. But I feel like people who don't check the menu in the restaurant also don't prepare ahead of time for most stuff in life. I think in their life in general, they're the kind of people who just get up and go. There's some people who pack and they pack their clothes six weeks in advance of a vacation. There's other people who do laundry the day of their flight. I disagree. I know you're making a point right now. I disagree. Because trust me, I'm a get up and go last minute type dude. This is a new turn over the leaf thing for you only because you're on the keto diet. Maybe you're right. You will be checking the restaurant. Maybe it fits the narrative because you are definitely the just go at the last second. Just throw things and let's get going, get it going, get it gun, get it done. Yeah, well, I guess this just boils down to you asking me at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> Should have caught me a month ago. <laughs> no, that's true, but I just I think it's funny because I never thought about it. But he, but you know, but here's the thing though too, you got to think about it in a different context. Context. They call it menu peeping. You ever heard that terminology? No, but I think I know where you're going. Menu peeping. This girl talked about this too. It's before you get to the restaurant, you peep the menu on Google. You figure out what they have, what they don't have. Now, right now, who cares? No big deal. Me and you're going out, no big deal. But let's say you're on a first date. Yeah. How many times have you got there and you're just so busy conversing and talking to the 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 the, the uh waiter comes over here? Oh, sorry, we need another minute. Oh, sorry, we need another minute. Always, always. So if you menu peep before you go and know kind of what you want, and if she has questions, you already know because you've already peeped the menu, this is another burden 
off your shoulders. You get there, whoop, there it is, son. Yeah, but there it goes even further. That girl on TikTok, the same thing. She talked about menu peeping, but she also, she didn't call it menu peeping, but she talked about doing that. She also even goes and looks at the hashtags for that restaurant so that she can actually see the plates, the actual meals that people post on their Instagrams, which makes sense to me because now you can see not only what you're getting, but you can see the ambiance. You can see the presentation. You get the whole feel yes. for the whole meal. And by the way, here's the thing. Let's Jeremy, say- can I just say one thing real quick? I'm having a hard time taking you serious with your PC principal sunglasses off. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see him. He's been waiting so long. I wish, ever no, since, no, ever no, since, no, 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 no. Ever since I said he has the emoji sunglasses, he's been trying to get no, me no, no. the emoji. Yeah, look at the emoji on your on your iPhone or your uh, what I got? No, Samsung. no, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, and he's been waiting all this whole time to get me no, back I with promise, the PC. I haven't. Sunglasses. I haven't. I haven't. I just when Jeremy pulled up. Hey, today, hey, 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 what show is that from? I don't know. But when <laughs> Jeremy pulled up today, when Jeremy pulled up today, I was like. I was looking at his sunglasses and I couldn't figure out where the, what they reminded me of. And then it was just <laughs> then it hit me. PC principal. Okay. But anyway. Back so, to hey, hey, look, hey, look, don't get it twisted. My sunglasses are dope. These are just my golf sunglasses. Yeah, they are his golf sunglasses. He's got his Titleist hat on and everything. So <laughs> to do a but back to do a podcast. <laughs> to do a podcast. But go back to what you were gonna say. Oh yeah, you got you hold up, you got me twisted. Got me twisted. That's two different songs I, I was gonna know. say that is not <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is not how that song goes. <laughs> one second, one second. I don't, even, I don't even know what I was about to say, though. Well, I was talking about how she would go on Instagram and she would look at the hashtags. She would be able to see the meals, the actual plate presentation. And then you were going to riff off of that. Oh, oh, no, no, no. But here's the thing, too. So, so like, if me or you, if me or you or, you know, mom or, or somebody were going out... No big deal. It's not that big of a deal. But for some other people who are going out and they love the food experience, Brandon, food is an experience for them. Ordering is an experience. Watching the waiter come over and them having the tray in their hand about to deliver the food, that's a big experience. And I read one thing online that said, looking at a menu ahead of time, it's like the foreplay of dining out. It builds up anticipation. Before you get there, you ready for it. <laughs> yeah. And then when you see that plate coming, so so you know, there's different ways to look at it. But uh That is certainly one way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't uh, <clears throat> that ain't the way I look at it. But I'm just saying there's some people out there who look at it like that. So that's what it is. You got anything else to say about this? Nope, that's it. Whoop, there it is for the third time. Get out of Do you have cold floors in your home? It may be time to insulate your crawl space because cold air is rising into the rest of your home. Alfred Home Solutions can fix this problem. Call them today at 304-317-4105 today to book your free insulation estimate. Again, 304-317-4105. Don't wait. Insulate. I'm leaving vet. It's your boy, Jamie. <laughs> I'm here with my brother, Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. Real talk, I'm only laughing because I was trying to think of a really, you know, unique way of opening this up. Didn't work out, but it doesn't matter. Why? Because 
I got five on it. Five questions, five answers, man. Here we go, bruh. All right, gentlemen, I'm actually in the studio today, so I can officially ask you, are you no ready? No one cares. We are ready. We are ready. I heard you, Jeremy. <laughs> All right, starting off with the first blank. I'm calling it now. Blank is my favorite defensive player for WVU. Then Darius Cohen. Without question, that's my guy. He's a dog. I've been sweating the dude since he came from Bama. I thought he was going to be an animal. He's not been able to stay healthy. This year he is. And we've heard from Mike Brown and others that he is going to be nasty. So he's coming off the edge. He's got big play potential. Vandarius Cohen is my favorite player on defense this year. Once again, Melinda, Brandon picks somebody else over you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just joking. I was talking about Melinda Gates. That's my girl. That's my boo. Hey, shout out to Melinda Gates. That's my girl. Who doesn't but, play defense for the Mountaineers. <laughs> <laughs> but my answer, real talk, is Scotty Young. I think Scotty Young, the transfer from Arizona, just like his predecessor in, in Fields. Wait, wait. Defense line, I mean, linebacker Fields, right? No. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Tony Fields. Yeah, I knew it was Fields. Sorry, my a little brain lapse. Just like his predecessor, because Tony Fields transferred from Arizona to West Virginia. Same thing with Scotty Young. I'm hearing big things about him. I think Scotty Young at the safety position can really make an impact, and I'm excited to see what he can really do. That's me. Number two, Jonathan Houghton joining TBT is blank. Underwhelming. Jonathan Holt was great in that 1-3-1 one, one for WVU, but for TBT, it doesn't really add what I think some people think it's going to add personally. It wasn't a pop. It wasn't a sizzle for me, so it was underwhelming. Okay. Well, here's the first thing. I want to apologize to Jordan. Jordan's been doing a great job. I was kind of hating on him, but he, he, he's doing a good job. I, I said, who cares what he said? It was, I'm in the building early on. I'm sorry, Jordan. I forgive you. Yes, 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 yes. Here's the thing about Jonathan Holton, Brandon. Joining uh, TBT is, it's not really goes with it is, but press Virginia. My question, I have bigger questions about the guards being able to press, but if you have Holton, maybe you can mix that in. Him and Ebanks were the guy guarding the inbound man with the long wings. You know what I mean? Him and Ebanks were the guy at the top of the 131. Um, I don't know if we're the most talented. Probably not. But we have a lot of good players. If we can throw a defense at these teams that they haven't seen before, look, don't get it twisted. This is not about fun. It's about money. Let's get that money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like straight like Compton said, straight cash. So, so, so you have to focus on a way to give, um, these teams something they haven't seen before. With Jonathan Holton, as long as we can get a, a couple more guards, which we'll talk about later on in the West Virginia roundup. We may be really solid. I think I think it's a good thing, man. Number three. John Means throwing a no-hitter was blank. It was awesome. It's the first no-hitter for the Orioles in a really long time, I think since the 60s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but as awesome as it was, it was also baloney because it should have been a perfect game if it wasn't for that drop ball by the catcher. So weird rule. John Means, I'm going to consider it a perfect game as a Mountaineer. Salute to you, and we still want you on the show. You know what the thing is? Um, John Means with a no-hitter was you know, just absolutely awesome. Uh, wonderful, great, whatever words you want to put into it. But for me, I uh, I just feel like 
Brent, I feel like the NFL and NBA sometimes celebrates people's collegiate career more or where they came from. You know what I mean? Like if you're in the NFL, you do something great when you when you like they start talking about where you're from and you say like at the beginning, um, uh, uh, Jeremy Phoenix from West Virginia University. You know what I mean? Like you always get the shout out, like Key and Peele sketch. Amen, amen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which took it from real football. Um, yeah, but but like John means, I don't think people know that he's from West Virginia. Like I feel like in basketball or football. They're quick to shout out their college when people are covering it and going over the highlights. Hey, from Westford. But in baseball, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like they dropped the ball. So it, it left the me. Re- you want to know? You want to know the reason why? Because you don't go directly from college to um, to the show. Not everybody, maybe. Okay. No, very few people do. It's very impressive. Most of the time, if you're going to go directly to the league. Like, even Alec Manoa, as dominant as he was, is in AAA baseball, which is a jump. He didn't have to do single A and double A. He's in AAA baseball right now. There's a journey. John Means had a journey. He was thinking about not even playing baseball anymore because of the struggle that he had getting breaking into the league. Um, there was a guy, I think he's 34 years old. I mean, there's lots of guys that, that have this story where they don't go to the league until they're 34, 35 years old. In the NFL, it's directly from your school to the league. Yeah, you know, and, and then there's a lot of players who don't even go to see, college. See, this is why we talk about this because I say something and we could talk about this over air. Like you're saying things that, that make sense and like sinking to my skull. I'm like, yeah, well, that makes sense. And I, I know I'm not the only <laughs> one. Don't act like I'm the dummy for saying it because y'all thought it too. But thank <laughs> you, Brandon, for schooling us. Well, the last thing I'll say too is a lot of these guys don't even go to college. You know, they come out of high, they get drafted out of high school. Yeah, true. So then they go to the minors from there. So that yeah, makes sense. It makes sense. But yeah, next question. Number four, it's blank that Tim Tebow is back on the NFL with Urban Meyer. It's predictable. It's absolutely predictable. Urban Meyer continues to make bad decisions. This is another one of them. People are like, it's going to sell tickets. Do you really think there are that many people who love Tim Tebow that much that they're going to go to Jacksonville Jaguar games? Now, I could be wrong because Tim Tebow is from that area. Tim Tebow is a big name still, and he's had his name in the press because he's been in MLB. Say it again. What was your word? Predictable. Okay. But Urban Meyer makes bad decisions. Urban Meyer hired a guy, a strength coach he had no business hiring. Urban Meyer drafted Travis Etienne in the first round when he already has good running backs. Urban Meyer is in love with Tim Tebow, and they have some sort of special bond that you have talked about in the past. So it's predictable that Tim Tebow is back in the league now that Urban Meyer is a coach in the NFL. I like that. It's emotions of the heart. (laughs) 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 Tim (laughs) Tebow. Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer have a very special relationship. I mean, think of it. <laughs> See, the thing is, this is funny to me because I know where Jeremy's going with this. Y'all don't even know. But I know where he's yeah. going with this. I'm just oh, yeah, the they don't know. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They have a special relationship. And you can tell that they're very connected. Think about it. Even at Florida, Brandon. The, 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 the national champion and then the NFL MVP, Cam Newton, 
sat behind Tim Tebow because Urban Meyer picked Tim Tebow over Cam Newton. Well, I mean, there granted, was, there were some other things. All right, I know there you're was gonna say that. other things and age difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some other things. So, um, Urban has always showed this preference to Tim Tebow, and like you said, predictable is a great word for it because of their strong bond. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because of strong bond, it makes sense that he would be in Jacksonville with Tim Tebow. The moment Urban signed with Jacksonville, Tim Tebow's eyes lit up. Um, and we'll see. We'll see if he can play. Um, we'll see if he, he can. Uh, I'm not even. I mean, it's predictable, but I don't know if he's going to make the team. I mean, I think a tight end, he could make the team. See, see. All right. Let's go. With the last question, we got another one. All right. Number five. <laughs> I think the WVU receiving core will be, and I got three choices here average. Below average or above average? I'm saying above average. West Virginia University receivers underachieved magnificently last year. They got separation. They were open. They didn't make plays because they couldn't catch the ball. There were exceptions to that in moments, but overall, they over they underachieved. I think that's an anomaly. I think Jared Parker is going to have them ready to go. I think they're going to ball out of control. I think Jared Deggie will be better. The offensive line will be better. So everything will be better, including catching the ball. I think the receivers will be above average, not just for the league, but for the nation. Uh, you know what? Here's the truth. They showed me nothing to, show, to prove to me that they would be above average. Nothing. Real talk. And it's not my fault. This, this is what you showed me last year. But when I look at Winston Wright, the way he played in the spring game, he looks like he's ready. Sam James can leave his man whatever he wants to. All he has to do is catch the ball. Bryce Ford Wheaton is a specimen at receiver. Reese Smith is running across the middle doing, doing wonderful things. I think, and I know I've missed a couple people. I don't know why. I shouldn't. But somehow, I think we're going to be above average. Yep. Maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, but somehow I don't think that's what I'm doing. I don't think I'm drinking the Kool-Aid when I say we go 12-0. Oh I, no, goodness. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I, but I do think we're going to be above average at receiver. Yep. So that's what it is. I got five on it. Thank you guys for hanging in there with us. Yes, that was Me and B-Feed. Hey, look. Hey, look. It is what it is. Get at us, RVK. Right, With the Mountaineers, it's your boy, Jeremy J. and Fiend Phoenix. I'm here with Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. And we're doing the WVU Roundup. Everything WVU. Don't hate on us because we got two names. Because it's dope. First and foremost, Brandon, I want to talk about something that we missed last week. We should have talked about this last week and we missed it. John Means. John Means, straight up. He uh, He dominated. He's been pitching very well, one of the best pitchers in the game right now. He's developed and matured as a pitcher because he didn't come in dominant like he like he is right he's now. De- hey, for the, y'all don't, who don't know, last week he threw a no-no, which is a no-hitter. Which should have been a perfect game for the Baltimore Orioles. And it was it a was big thing. It was big time for the uh, MLB. And, well, I mean, it's not as big as it would have been because there's been four no-hitters so far this year, which is more than, like, since 1912 or something crazy yeah, at, but this he, po- at this point in the season. 
Um, so they're talking about bringing somebody was like they need to bring back the juice ball. So it's not as big a big a deal as it would have been had not had there not been so many others. But I love that the fact is his follow up, Brandon. You know his follow up was last night. Six. He w- six innings pitched, no earned ra- runs against the Mets. Now, granted, he lost to the amazing. Like the Mets are so incredibly yeah, amazing. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the amazing <laughs> Metropolitans. RVK, big Mets fans, but let's beat be them. But but John Means himself, the former West Virginia boy, went six innings pitched with no runs earned. I love that. He's doing his thing. Proud of him. Still want him on the show. So, John, when you get a chance, highlight your boys. That's right. On to the next, man. Transfer portal. Every single week. Like, we need some music for the transfer portal because every week we have news about the transfer portal. This week we lose two safeties. Javon Thrift. uh, Walk on. Prefer walk on and Jake Long, a fifth year uh, redshirt senior who has done really pretty much nothing while he's at WWE. Yeah. So once again, I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna ask you what you think about them. What we do here at WVU? Hey, look, look, everybody, pay attention and listen closely. All you Mountaineer fans, listen closely. This is what you do when they leave. Thank you. Hope you do well. Let's go Mountaineers. Yep. Wish you the best. Wish you the best. That's all you got. Don't do nothing else. If you do more than that, you're doing too much. If you can't dance, one, two, step. Okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. TBT, man. Now, see, I got to be honest. I don't think I'll be excited about TBT until it's here. I keep here. I, I do like how they announce their updates. They announced Nate Adrian's joining the team now. Nate Adrian's there. Okay. He did well uh, in Europe. So, you know. Jonathan Holton, by the way, let me throw that out there. Jonathan Holton just joined the team. We talked about this on I Got Five on It. So, you got Sir Holton and you've got. um, I'm going to read you the list of the team, Brandon. And I'm going to ask you what you think they're missing. We have John Flowers, Kevin Jones, Jonathan Holton, Tariq Phillips, Jawan Staten, Nate Adrian. Sags and Tavon Myers. We don't have enough guards. We don't have enough guards. That's but they're a, not done. They have more people they're going to announce. I hope they announce something. We have big men. We have uh, uh, forwards to centers. People who can play those hybrids and in-betweens. We got three guards, Brandon. Tariq Phillips, squad. Jawan Staten, and Tavon Myers. I'm sitting here thinking about we could do press Virginia. <laughs> not with three guards. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, so we got to bust a move getting these guards in here. We got to get these guys ready to play or, or recruit some people. Because I love the bigs. We we have guys who I protect the, the rims. I love that they got sags. But we need we we need guards. Period. Point blank. Period. You well, interested in trying to go down there to see a game? Yeah, I think I do. I think I want to go to Charleston. They're going to host a game July seventeenth through twenty first, and um, the tournament is going to be there. As a, in Charleston as a host city. And I think that would be a fun thing to do. Take the kids down there. We're vaccinated. Ready to go. It'd be fun. Absolutely. I want to get down there, sit courtside, have a good time. But the biggest thing in the news here lately, Brandon, what you know about that uh, Kentucky Derby? Um, what you know about that cheater? <laughs> so, it's, so it's looking like there wasn't very much of the substance in his system. When, They're saying he was treated when a four four of your horses. Now Bob, now Baffert, I agree. He deserves anything that's coming his way. He has lost all benefit of the doubt, all credibility, all credibility. But that said, this horse had so little in his system. 
I mean, was there any real advantage? <clears throat> and I don't know. They're doing the, the test was to come out. They'll who, be out. Who today. was it? Who was his owner? Baffert. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he has, you know, maybe he but was trying. But they were going to find out because they're doing, they did the split test. Maybe, maybe he had a new drug that flushed everything out of his system. That's possible. And, and you know what I mean? Like, no, that's I don't, possible. Well, you get caught cheating so many times. Got to make me feel like you're cheating again. Yeah. But get, do you really care if they're cheating in horse racing? I don't. Do you care if they Brandon, pump these horses through steroids? I don't, but there are certain people who do. And the reason why they do is because there's a lot, of lot of money. Do you know on that the, the winners, if you bet on the horse, you get to keep your winnings? Really? Yeah. Even though if it officially can be changed, the second place winner is now the winner. You don't win. You don't win. The w- Medina, what's the name? Med- Medina. Uh, I don't watch. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whoever won. Medina Spirit or whatever it was. He's, he's still officially, as far as betting is concerned, yeah. he's the winner. I go to Keelan. I don't go to the What I'm saying, though, Jeremy, is you think those other horses aren't cheating? He barely beat them, and he's the only one cheating. Yeah, no, no, they're all it's cheating. Like, it's like they're Lance Armstrong. But I don't like Lance Armstrong. Good for his butt for everything he got. But those yes. other riders are cheating too. Yeah, one acorn. Yeah, um, but here's the thing. Why did I just say that? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but here's here's my point. Here's my point. We were not trying to talk about horse racing. Hey, if you're into that, hey, that's what that's what it is. Let us know your thoughts. I heard. On a different ESPN radio, they were talking about what are some of the biggest lies that you've heard? And it made me think about that, Brandon. What are some of the biggest lies that you heard either intentionally or unintentionally in your mountaineer career? That's what I wanted to get to. In my mountaineer career or my sports career? We'll go sports. I want mountaineers, but you can go sports. Go ahead. Um, Because I was going to say pretty much every person, including probably the biggest, the biggest liar, it, that was my chair. But the biggest liar is Roger Clemens blaming his steroid use on his wife, his AGH use on his wife. Let's see how. In, in front of Congress. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, didn't Peyton Manning do the exact same thing and nobody ever talks about it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the exact same thing and nobody ever talks about it. But go ahead. No, that's a good one too. But for me, it's Roger Clemens. I can't stand him. It's not Rafael Pomero putting his finger. Rafael Pomero is a great one. <laughs> and Rafael Pomero was my first thought. He was my first thought when it came to those congressional <laughs> hearings. But then I had to settle on Roger Clemens because Roger Clemens didn't deny it totally. He blamed it on his wife, which to me is worse than Rafael Pomero saying the lies that no, he said. He, no, I'm sorry. Rafael Pomero looked really strong saying, I did not. He, Bill Clinton, it's just him and Bill Clinton. Those two are up there on a mountain of their own. For me, I looked at the mountaineer side of things. The biggest lies I was told, and I don't think it was on purpose, some of them, and some of them I think were. Nah, none of them were on purpose, but still. Jason Gwaltney, Brandon. Do you remember Jason Gwaltney? Yeah, Jason Gwaltney was good. He was supposed to be the truth. He was supposed to be uh, one of the highest-rated running backs. He was the highest-rated running back. I thought he was going to come change the game. It's a lie to my face. Because that dude was only here for his freshman year. Yeah, but that wasn't because he wasn't good. It wasn't his pur- purposeful lie, but I don't know. I felt like cheated. I don't care. I felt cheated at the end. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But I, I mean, it wasn't that he wasn't good. He had other, it was off the field stuff. Oh, Rick Rodriguez. What about, oh. Rich Rodriguez said, this guy you, here you, is going to come play at WVU. Really you're going to count that? Yes. Because I don't remember him saying that for WVU. He said, no, he said it. That he was going to play for WVU when he sat on his lap, trying to sell it to the fans. The next thing he do- did was go to Arizona, uh, Michigan, Michigan, said the same thing. Then went to Arizona, said the same thing. What are you? 
He oh, actually oh, played for Arizona. Oh, oh my goodness. Maybe, maybe he, he really can quantum leap and leap through time. And he realized the transfer portal can allow you to be on three different squads in three different years. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That was another lie I was sold. You know the lie I was sold, Brandon? What is it? Tavita Finu. Tavita Finu. Yeah. The Loch Ness monster. He was supposed to be here over he the and board over and over again. There was always reasons why he was, oh, he's taking the semester. Oh, and you know what happened? He never came. I waited and waited and waited and was excited for him. Didn't come. But the biggest lie I ever told, and it's not a specific lie. It's a lie that we perpetuate over and over every year. This is our year. It's a lie that I can't stand and I can't take anymore. The lie of wait till next year. That is the most, I know that's not a a purposeful or intentional uh, lie. I know it's just a hope-filled lie. But either way, life has proved to me that it's a lie. And I'm sick of it. And I'm tired of it. Are you sick of it? Because you fall for it every year. And, And you know what? The best thing that may have ever happened to me is something called the transfer portal. So nobody can ever say it again. Except for when players come to us. Yes, but that's after. That's after. No. When we have guys who are young like Tyke Smith being an All-American in safety, like you you can't ever promise me anything. So those are the lies that that crush my soul. And I I know that maybe not all of them were intentional, but they hurt just the same. Wrap me boys! I put on. This is your boy, JN Fiend, Jeremy Phoenix. That's right, I'm in the building. RVK Blue and Gold interview. And today we have something that's particularly close to my heart a PHS Big Red. A quarterback who's vying for the Kennedy. Teens, colleges are coming all after him because he runs a 4'5". He's 6'3", 215 pounds. Bryson Singer is in the building, baby. How you feeling, man? What's up? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm good, man. So what I hear, man, is you're all around the world. You've been going to camps. I heard you you had a meeting with Jeff Castile after the Blue Gold news. Recruiting is starting to pick up. How's that going? Yeah, I'm trying to get my name out there for myself a little bit, going out to all these camps and stuff. Um, recruiting's been going pretty well, though. How'd, uh, how'd the uh, Jeff Castile or, or the West Virginia – I know you were at the Blue Gold game. How'd that go, like, talking with those coaches? Uh, I didn't get to talk to them after, but um, because you're not allowed because of the NCAA. But uh, blue and gold game is probably uh, my favorite spring game I've been to so far. I love it. I love it. And then I saw I saw something where you're invited to the Iowa State camp. Yeah, um, they texted me today. Actually, they wanted me out there. That's a long drive. No, it it is it is a big drive. But man, you got to get your name out there. We know what you're oh, able yeah. to do on the offensive side of the ball. Um, like I said, we know your speed. We've seen your speed. I've, I've Googled and looked at YouTube to see what you do. If you had a preference, what position would you play? If I had a chance to stay at quarterback, I would. But 
wherever team, like, I can see the field the fastest, that's probably where I want to be. Yeah, sometimes you just got to do it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Last year, you went 6-3 and three as the Parkersburg Big Red. I keep want to shout that out. Sure. Um, how different was last year with the whole COVID thing, like, through practice and games? How different was that for you? Uh, it wasn't the same compared to my sophomore year. We couldn't, like really be together as a team we had to like break up in groups and stuff like go in all these different pods for like like spring workout summer workout like conditioning and stuff <clears throat> just stuff like that yeah so it was different you could definitely feel the difference <clears throat> oh yeah yeah man what do you bring so what i say is I- i've seen your tape i know you're a good dude but if you're talking to these college teams and they sit you down, they say, what does Bryson Singer bring to my program? What would you say? Mm. I want to say, like, I bring a, some fire to the pro, to programs. I like, I like making them big plays and getting everybody fired up. I like it. The passion, the hunger, yeah. the drive. Did you feel that in any game last year? Like games that you played and you just you, the, the fire turned on. And you're like, look, look, we're not losing. Get in here, fellas. We're not losing. I try to be like that every game, honestly. What was the toughest game for you? Um, my sophomore year against Cowell Midland, probably. That's probably one of my toughest game, just because how physical they are. And the second game of the year, I was kind of peeing down my leg. <laughs> <laughs> We love it. Yeah, it's just true emotion. That's raw emotion, man. Everybody on your schedule this year, do you have one circled? You have one team that you're like, well, you know what? Last year they got us, or you know what? They're supposed to be so great. Do you Have you looked at the schedule yet and circled a, a game on your schedule? Yeah, South's always my top schedule, or my top circled one, but um... – South Charleston, I want to get a shot at them because I feel like they kind of just like got the state championship handed to them. Don't take me wrong. They're a great team, but I just feel like we need to get a shot at them. How good can you guys be this year? Real talk. Like, like, look, look. So I came from an era where we were winning state championship after state championship. I, I came from an era where we came off of three or four state championships and there was Swisher and then there was Kimes and then, you know, uh, Billy Johnson and Paul Johnson. Like we were like, when you see that thing posted outside of stadium field saying, Hey, we won this many championships. I was in the midst of that. Do yeah. we have a real chance of taking home the crown this year? I think we do. Yes. Can we beat Martinsburg? Yeah, I think we can hang with them. I didn't say hang. I said, can we beat Martinsburg? Yes, sir. I like the answer, man. I like the drive. I, um, oh, man. What, what's, what's your coach's name again? Uh, Mike Bias. That's right, Bias. Bias is a good dude. And he seems like he knows what he's doing. He seems like he's building the program back up. Um, we had a few years where we dipped. But it's, I'm so sick of Martinsburg. I am so sick. Matter of fact, I heard people calling Martinsburg. I heard people say this. They said, they're the new Parkersburg. Well, do you have 18 state championships? Then sit down. Your little 11 yeah. or whatever it is is cute. We need you, baby, to lead us back. Bryson, we need you to lead us back. Let them know I got you. I got that you. the big reds 
run this. We, I, you know, you know what? I tell people all the time who are unfamiliar with West Virginia football. I say, uh, you know, the Big Reds, Parkersburg, they're pretty much the Yankees of West Virginia football. Yeah. So it's time for us to come back and show them what's up. And once again, that means the Kennedy Award. You know, you're a great player. Yeah. Not home this year. My last year, my last shot at it. Amen. Do you know the last player to win the Kennedy Award from uh, Parkersburg? Mm, I want to say it's Matt Kimes. There you go. It's Mark Kimes, but yeah, 2001. Mark Kimes. In the history of West uh, in Parkersburg football, we've had three guys who have been Kennedy Award winners. 1950, 1957, and last one in 2001, Mark Kimes. So, man, hey, it's time, bro. It's time for you to saddle up. 2021 Bryson Singer up there. Oh, man, I love it. I love it, bro. I absolutely love it. Plus, I noticed you wear that number seven jersey just like Will Greer. Yes, sir. Just like Michael Vick. Maybe that's not for Michael Vick, but still. But still. That's what I look up to is actually Mike Vick. Really? I I got to play quarterback like him a little bit. I love it. Who Who are your inspirations? Who do you look at and you're like, man, th- these are the guys who motivate me. These are the guys who I want to watch their, the film and kind of emulate. Um, I need to say that. Um, Lamar Jackson, probably. I watch a lot of his highlights and stuff. Gotcha. Lamar's a good one. I don't know if he had that 40 time. I don't think if anybody has that 40 time, but you run a four five, you, you, Hey, 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 you can knock it down a little bit. Yeah. I'm running track this year. Actually trying to bring that down. No, that's, that's good stuff right there. What I also like about you in real talk is I feel like athletes should look like athletes. So if you're working as hard as you can, you should be shredded up real talk. Ladies, if you're listening to the RVK right now, Bryce and Singer shredded up. That's the way it should be. Because if you're working as hard as you can to maximize your potential for your team and for yourself, you should look like an athlete. And you do. So, hey, look, man, top, you know, top of the hat off to you. Keep doing your thing, man. We love it. But we are going to get in the, into the finale, the uh, rapid fire. You ready for the rapid fire? Yes, sir. What's the best Pop Tart? Amen. Brown sugar, baby. Yes, sir. Best place to get fast food french fries? Chick-fil-A. Okay, then waffle fries. Toy Story or Lion King? Toy Story. Bad pick. Brandon picks Toy Story, but anyway. King Mm -hmm. Kong or Godzilla? King Kong. Who's the best Avenger? Four. Amen. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Would you rather? (laughs) What'd you say? I don't really like either of them, though. All right. What what do you drink? What do you drink? Mountain Dew? Sprite? I try to take the water and body armor. My dude, that's what I'm talking about, baby. My dude. That's right. Keep it healthy. All right. Would you rather be overdressed or underdressed? Overdressed. 
Would you rather be without your phone for a day or without food for a day? My phone. I can't survive without food. Would you rather be a tiny elephant or a giant hamster? Tiny elephant. All right. Would you rather go without sugar for a year or without salt for a year? Salt. Okay. Million dollar question. Real talk. Don't play with me. Keep it 100% real, Bryson. Okay? I'm ready. We've asked this to everybody that we've came across. They've all gave us real answers. Matter of fact, Alec Manoa, uh, the pitcher for Toronto, the, the, uh, the Blue Jays gave us real answers. Pat White gave us real answers. I'm asking you the same question. Keep it real. Do you pee in swimming pools? No. <laughs> I don't know if unless I believe you. I don't know if I believe you. Unless it's an emergency. Unless it's an emergency. Okay, so you don't pee in swimming pools. No, unless it's an emergency, though. Okay, okay, there's the answer. Whoop, there it is. All right, this is your boy, J.N. Fiend. I'm with Bryson Singer, the phenom out of Parkersburg, the dude who's just picking up traction that you're going to see on your TV sometime soon because he works so hard. We appreciate you so much, Bryson, for coming on. Man, tell the people where you can, where, where they can find you. What you mean, like Instagram, Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your social media, Instagram, yeah, Twitter, my, uh, my Facebook. Uh, or Bryson Singer, uh, no spaces, uh, capital B, capital S, and my Instagram's uh, Bryson.Singer. Amen. Hey, look, get at him, support him. He's a fellow Mountaineer. He's a fellow West Virginian. You know how we do it. Secure the border. Get him home. That's what we do. Peace. Podcast Network.